Hello and welcome to another episode of Uplink Podcast. Stick around if you want to find out how to steal someone's homework without the teacher noticing. Hello, Merrick. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. American cold medicine slaps. Yeah. Merrick is a bit wonky in the in the head right now. And yeah, my name is Silas. I'm doing really fine. I'm doing better than Merrick at least. Yeah. I didn't take yeah. cold medicine. What's happening to you? Oh, I'm using the pop filter to blow my nose. Don't do that. Don't do that. I have to do I have to deal with many things before trying to record. It takes like what feels like half an hour off being like, oh, let's record now and then until we actually start recording. I don't think that's good. Honestly, I don't think that's that's good. I'm gonna say it in on record now. Merek. Stop. I think a lot of people take ha- a half hour, maybe more in some cases. You might be doing good. That's professional. No. What what things did you do? Let's talk about that. Well, I'm just sitting here waiting until you stop screwing around. <laughs> and you're like walking around and doing random crap and saying random weird things like some maniac. So how have you been? What have you been up to other than school? My room is the biggest project right now because this room is really shit. There's so much like random papers and cables and crap everywhere. That's basically what I spent my weekends on. Like it's really bad. Like like we've lived here for like eleven years now. I've not tidied this room up ever before, basically. <laughs> so that is a ongoing project, but it's it's working. I definitely I, I understand that <laughs> wholeheartedly. Bad thing is there's like so much dust and crap everywhere when I I do tidy up. The dust f- goes flying around everywhere and then my eyes really hurt. Which is why right now we're not doing video. The video is going to come back eventually though, but not now. But in the near future. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to watch me blow my nose into my pop filter. Oh yeah. I've very much been enjoying Forza Horizon 5. That's also a thing that I've done outside of school. Yeah, you got your wheel, right? No! I will oh. get one. I want to get one eventually. I don't have one yet. I'm fine with playing racing games with a controller, but I don't like it that much. But honestly, I don't think that really matters because Forza Horizon 5 is just that much fun to play. You've been playing anything else? <laughs> I muted myself for that. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. I noticed. That's funny. Yeah. I haven't been playing anything else now. I've been doing coding things, but that's not playing. That's school. Just the game of life. That's what you play? You play the game of life? Real edition. Oh. I got the new Fatal Frame remaster, but I still have not opened it at all. I have I no clue that. what that is. What is that? It's a spoopy game. Unfortunately, they don't hit me very hard, but so it'll be the most boring stream you've ever seen of someone playing a horror game, but I don't know. Yeah. People like the horror games. I don't I don't think Fatal Frame is very scary, really. The ghosts are a little twisted looking, but they're not very surprising. They're not. It's not a jump scary game, in my opinion. There's just kind of ghosts everywhere, and you take pictures of them in order to steal their souls. That is very different from driving a car off a fucking volcano. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. That's nice. But now. It's time to real talk. Yeah, it's time to talk about Xbox backward compatibility won't add more games after today's massive update. This is well, okay, at this point a few days old from the 15th of November where Xbox have added 70 games to the backwards compatibility program for the Xbox consoles. You know where you can play Xbox 360 and original Xbox games and stuff in 
higher resolutions and with better frame rates and all of those things. Yeah, they've added six or 70 games. And also they've announced that they won't add new games ever again. Why? I've been waiting for Jet Set Radio Future. I demand it. Well, we have a quote right here from a Microsoft spokesman saying, yes, this is the final edition of Xbox 360 and original Xbox games to the backward compatibility program. We have reached the limit of our ability to add additional games to the catalog due to licensing, legal, and technical constraints. I, and Azeric. Oh, I don't think this is that good. I mean, I don't think this is Microsoft's fault. I am 100% sure that this is like big publishers being like, oh, you want to make our game available at like seven times bigger resolution than it was on the original Xbox and have it at 60 frames a second? And you're going to charge them, I don't know, $5 for it? No. I think that companies being like very evil, trying to make more stupid remasters and ultimate versions, like, I don't know, first game to come to my mind when I think of ultimate is actually Sonic Colors Ultimate. <laughs> because w- what makes them, them more money? Just porting over the game and having Microsoft run the game at a higher resolution or making a completely new version and paying having to pay $60 for it again just because, oh, look, it's Sonic Colors HD now. Seems to be the way to go. I don't think this I'm, is good. I'm upset that I can't ever play Azeric again or Jet Set Radio Future. All the ones that I would have been waiting for. I mean, you can are play in them the bin. With a, you can play them with an emulator, obviously, but... The emulator um, is poopy right now i think sometimes you won't get like the improvements that they have done like they do a bit more than most emulators do in terms of like fps boosts and frame rate oh, well, fps resolution boosts and even adding on new filters and stuff theoretically yeah we can do that with an emulator but i don't think we have exactly things like that now and i don't know how well xbox emulators work now it shouldn't be that hard but I haven't looked into it. This is just a dick move. Really bad move. And I don't like it. I don't think this is Microsoft's fault. I actually kind of feel a bit sorry for Microsoft because this has been a big selling point, backwards compatibility for the the Xbox One and the serious consoles. And I would hate, I would hate if they, if if I had an actual Xbox Series S or something and now they'd be like, oh, I'll, Sorry, nobody's going to give us games anymore because they rather release them on their own. I can't be too butthurt because I don't have any of the new Xboxes. My last one was a 360. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I have my big old fat Xbox One, which I haven't used in like a year. Yeah, mine stopped reading discs. And since then, it just sat. I don't even think I have it anymore unless my parents have it. It's lost. It probably got left in one of the houses we moved out of when I was younger, I imagine. I'm trying to find it right now, but there was this tweet, I think, from Phil Spencer, where he said that he is, that his goal eventually is legal emulation. You can just take basically any game and any emulator, just legally, within constraints, just emulate it for free. I believe something like that. And I think that is a very good way to go just having like i don't know games expire or something so after i don't know 20 years of having made money companies can now go ahead and or people can now go ahead and just get the roms for free now that would be a i mean as many solutions towards this and many ideas towards this but giving companies more money i don't think that's the solution i think at least buying the game is okay like i i don't know what yeah I don't know what the rules and stipulations are. I generally have both the system and the game before I goof with it. But I would imagine that if you already have a system capable of running said game and you buy the game, I feel like you should be in in the clear from then on. I don't know, though. I don't know. Where is it? Because it it is unfair of them to keep dishing garbage systems with old technology out for $700. When you could I mean, buy 
the Xbox even the Walmart pre-built oh, crap is yeah the biggest four and Xbox one they were old and crap when they came out but now constants now they, are they have SSD baby let's yeah, go yeah they have SSD and <laughs> RDNA 2 graphics which wasn't even out at that point for PC so that's fine yeah but charging like between 40 and 70 dollars for an HD version with minimal changes for a game yeah. that's like 20 years old like I don't know the Mario 3D All-Stars collection, for example. <laughs> That's not good. Please stop doing this. I hate it. And I think most people hate it. And I see this very often that people are like, oh, well, I haven't played Super Mario 64 yet, so I'm going to buy the fucking, th- fucking collection now. No, that's not a good reason. It's still like a 30-year-old fucking thing. Yeah. 20 that bucks per game, though. That one... Yeah, I could almost debate that into purchasable. Yeah, but like, but yeah, like all the single games look, that are half built at, already. Like, the Spyro trilogy, completely remade graphics, remade game for like yeah thirty nine ninety nine, three games in one. It's the most beautiful thing. That doesn't like the All Stars collection does not compare to <laughs> Spyro. Yeah. Or even the Crash Bandicoot Yeah, Sony one. did a good there. Sony did a real that's good. That's not from Sony. That's from Activision. Well, yeah. <laughs> they were on Sony. I don't know who made it or redid it or whatever. I, I, only, I only got the trilogy. I didn't get the Crash Bandicoot ones. Good stuff. Time for a new topic. Yeah, we have another topic here, which is... Russia blows up a satellite, creating a dangerous debris cloud in space. I saw a hilarious meme on this. Really? Yeah, just, like that? after we got done talking yeah. about it. So Putin's sitting there like in his office and he drops a pen. He's like, oh, and he's fumbling with it on his desk. He accidentally pushes a red button and sends a rocket <laughs> up and destroys the satellite. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, okay. That's that would be funny if that was true. <laughs> oh God, he would never admit it though. Russia yeah. has used a ground-to-air missile to shoot down a an a, a shutdown satellite, a Russian satellite. Which that I think is an insane and cool thing to do, because if you think about how fast. A damn satellite moves. That's really insane. Can you do that, Marek? Oh yeah. You can aim. Yeah. That not only can I, not only can I build a rocket and set up a uh, precision, a very precise system to target said satellite. I can push the button after fumbling a pen. Yeah. That I'm really yeah. good at. I don't know about the other two things, but I can do that for sure. I know that that part. Yeah, is you're 100% like 100% accurate. Yeah, after the recording, America's going to be like, "Oh, I'm going to do the joke of brewing my my nose with the pop filter," but then he accidentally smashes his face on the on the nuclear launch button. Oh, oh, yeah. oh no! Not again! Oh no! Satellite TV is gone. What am I going to do now? Can't I'm going to have to go on the news wall. and say it was intentional. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did that. <laughs> it was obsolete. Now it is, at least. The US has identified more than 1,500 trackable pieces of debris from this event and many thousands of smaller ones that cannot be traced. That actually is not good because you don't want space junk. You don't want space junk. And I also don't think countries should be experimenting with shutting down satellites this is clearly like a power move they're like holy shit we can fucking do this to ourselves so imagine what we can do to you yeah there's multiple like pieces of tension right there oh look at that everyone lost cell phone service (laughs) (laughs) apparently the debris cloud Passes by the spa- the uh, international space station every ninety minutes. Not that good, and apparently even the Russian astronauts on the ISS 
and the Russian space agency Roscosmos didn't even know that. They didn't even know that Russia, the country, was going to launch this fucking thing and mm. and put thousands of pieces of debris in space. If I was on the ISS, if I was a Russian cosmonaut there, and I was I was told like, oh, go into like a safe place now because oh, there's ooh, new debris cloud has popped up randomly, and then eventually, yeah. and eventually on Twitter you see like, oh, look, Russia has done this. I would be concerned. I would we would be, be looking happy. out over the horizon and see an explosion and just be like, oh my god, we're next. <laughs> Fuck. Because you don't know what's going on. I don't think they detonated it next to the space station, though. They're no, but where, they are, where they're positioned, they'd probably be able to see it, I would imagine. If not a huge light or something. Don't know where the ISS has windows because the satellite I believe was higher up a hundred kilometers higher up than the ISS is. I don't know if the ISS has windows pointed away. hundred kilometers. Well yeah, but does it have windows pointed away from the planet though? Because I'm sure that they have some sort of camera systems at like almost every inch of that place. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. To be clear Russia is not the only country that has done ASAT tests, which is anti-satellite tests. The US and India and China all have done these before. Satellite go brrr. Watch yeah, this. What, and that's what they thought, yeah. What's that on camera three? Oh, that satellite just exploded. Fuck. <laughs> 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 We're in space. Okay, yeah. One metal chunk hits this door over here that we need to repair still, and everyone goes flying out. I'd be scared to death already without that happening. I mean, that is really scary. Yeah, it is. Like, literally, that's like the thing that you least expect. Somebody blowing up a random satellite from Earth. I think I think astronauts would be more happier to see like an alien ship attack a fucking like a planet or something rather than the people themselves trying to destroy satellite. <laughs> I remember when they like exposed that what well, extraterrestrials were real and have visited Earth before. Do you ever see that? What are you talking about with that? What do you mean? That's multiple things I can think of. But I don't know which one you mean now. Oh, uh, it was like uh, the I can't remember CIA or something. They confirmed that extraterrestrials had visited Earth or whatever. I mean, I remember from like we got a couple two of poopy videos. Oh yeah, the the Tic Tac video, for example, that, for that one. Where it's yeah. literally just like heat vision camera and then like filming like birds or something, little dots moving around, which not UFOs. I mean, technically, they are UFOs, but yeah. unidentified flying objects. Art. Whenever yeah. somebody hears UFOs, they're always like, oh my god, extraterrestrial alien <laughs> living people. No, Yeah, there's no, no way extraterrestrials would visit us. I mean, maybe they have. I don't know. But if they have, I don't think the videos that the CIA have released actually show those, because there's a Great video by oh, fuck, what his name? This scientist dude. He has like degrees and stuff, and he works with science things. He very much often dunks on Elon Musk, which is why I mainly like to watch him. Oh yeah, Thunderfoot. You know Thunderfoot? Thun- Thunderfoot, Merrick? No, I'm out of the loop. Thunderfoot. Thunderfoot. Yeah, he's That's made a like name. a really long video on those CIA videos. Because I should have made that my name. Those those videos they all include like other information. It's not just videos, but also like it has like data on top of it, like numbers and stuff, like what angle the camera is looking at, how much yeah. zoomed in it is, and how fast the the, the plane is going, and all things like that. You can analyze that, and then he's like, oh, look, we're looking at a duck flying around, and the other one is just another plane. 
Ooh, not scary at all. He has a, I guess you can call his channel like a skeptic channel. Yeah, he he does a lot of like busting of dumb things. It is near impossible that life doesn't exist somewhere out there. But if they discovered spaceflight to that degree, I don't. I don't feel like our. I would feel like we would look primitive to them and would not yeah, be obviously. worth visiting. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe that that would be interesting to be like, oh, look, that was us 14 million years ago. <laughs> yeah. Potentially that. Oh, my God. But we can't even, wouldn't even be able to communicate with them. Imagine having the technology to fly within the gravitational pull of a black hole and then back out. They could literally go in just enough for time to pass a little bit faster on the outside yeah. and then come right back out. They're like, wow, we were in there for what? A hundred years. Jeez. I mean, they nearly killed each other. It, you don't even have to go in a black hole. You just need to go near it. Yeah. Within the gravitational pull. Yeah. That, that would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Have you watched, just watch the universe progress. Have you, have you watched, is it called interstellar? Oh, I've watched so many space things. I love space things. I think it is. Yeah, Interstellar. I've watched that recently, even though that's oh from, like, the movie, yeah, with uh, Matt McConaughey, McConaughey, yeah, <laughs> Matt McConaughey. The fucking Christopher Nolan film. That was a great movie, though. I don't know if I like Pretty his good. films. Yeah, they go into like a black hole at the end there. Yeah, that might have been yeah, the first Matthew, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey film that I actually enjoyed. Thoroughly. I thought that film was really awesome. It was it's really long, two hours and forty nine minutes, but it's actually pretty cool. The only problem that I had with it was that I watched it with my mum, and usually that's fine and that's good, but this is the kind of like Hollywood film that has what I'm going to call. Fucking bad audio mixing, where it's like oh, oh yeah, they yeah. always where it's like they whisper and it, that's what it seems like. And, and then as soon as action hits, yeah. it's like boom, and shakes your whole house. Why, I understand why they do this because you're like supposed to like actually feel how loud shit happens and all things like that. Doesn't work well when you're watching this with somebody who doesn't hear very well. Because yeah. my mum has to turn it up really loud to even understand anything on normal TV. And with shit like this, that is insane. And the <laughs> noise happens good. and you're about deaf. She really did like to watch that film because at the end she was like, I didn't understand most things. <laughs> she had like no <laughs> clue what was happening. Normally she likes sci-fi things and all that. But with this one, no, no. Also, what I think is funny in the beginning of this film, they show like planet Earth in the future where it's like really deserted and all crops are like failing to grow. Yeah. And all the things that those farmers always say is like, oh, well, next year it's going to be, next year we're going to have loads of crops and things like that. They are, they are all delusional. And then the day after I watched Interstellar, I watched some documentary about like how farming is fucking up the earth. How I think it was in Canada, how they've been doing like wheat on these giant fields and only wheat. So now all the crops are not working anymore because there's like no nutrients left in the ground. And, and what happened? They did the fucking interview with the TV crew and they were like, well, this year the crops were. Uh, this year our harvest was bad, but we think next year is going to be really good. And at that point, I was like, "Holy shit! The fucking movie was real. God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> we really are I, fucked." <laughs> I love it when movies can play into real life, That's potentially exactly real life events. Work. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's obviously, when it can get obviously we are not fucked yet, as fucked as the we are in the film. But not not that far away yet, uh, or anymore. I'm going to say anymore. Yet is the wrong word. 
I just thought it was funny how he said almost the exact same thing, like in the film. (laughs) (laughs) Not good. Not a good sign. Not a good sign for humanity. Okay, let's move on from the blowing the satellites. Apple is finally becoming good, potentially. They have a new upcoming self-service repair program, which yeah, that's a that constitutes name. like the battery and I'm what gonna, else? The C- CPU. Gonna, well, let me make a joke first. Oh. We need to. This is called the Apple self-service repair program. I'm going to call it the the Asser program. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Got I, stole him. The, I literally stole a joke from one show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got him. Okay. Yeah, right now it only consists of a few parts, but yeah, down the line, we'll need to could go, make their full device. We'll need to accessible. go through the basic first. Just shut up. Okay. Asser is set to launch in early 2022. Apple will finally provide customers access to genuine Apple parts and manuals for do-it-yourself iPhone and repairs, which I think is a good idea. Theoretically, four billions. Those those parts are going to be expensive. Well, yeah, we're going to see about that. I hope and then people are going to be like, oh, may as well get a new iPhone anyway. because Apple says they'll make more than 200 individual parts and tools available for the iPhone 12 and 13 models in 2022. This is already the first part where I think it's kind of bullshit because 12 and 13 are not old devices. Like the 13 has come out like a month ago <laughs> or two. And what's the thing that n- the number one thing people want to replace? It's the fucking battery, right? And the battery is not going to be dead or damaged after having owned this phone for like six months. So I don't think that's that good yet. Yeah, unless you're really plugging in and unplugging before it's fully dead, then even then it's going to take a long time. Like a year, probably, at at your best ability to destroy a battery. I think, uh, yeah, I think this is a baseline good idea, though. Still, this is better than not having any parts. Like, if we go back and think about, again, Linus Tech Tips, not one show this time, but when they broke their iMac Pro and they wanted to fix it, and Apple would literally not send them a new motherboard. They wanted to buy a new motherboard because they fucked it up. Yeah. Apple would, Apple just refused to send them parts, which that is not good. If you're a company like producing films or podcasts or whatever, and then your machine breaks and Apple just would not give you any parts anymore. That is very bad for your business because they're going to be losing a ton of money every time, every day. People can't do the work that they are getting paid for. There's also a huge argument to be made for e-waste. Yeah. Like the fact that you can't just replace a one broken part. Instead, you have to throw away a whole system and buy a new one is ridiculous. Yeah, when you like break your, your keyboard and Apple would not just replace the keyboard, but also the top part of the chassis and, I don't know, speakers and random other crap that's just happens to be the rule that Apple has decided to like just send you the whole thing instead of just replacing, oh, the, the keyboard part itself. That yeah, is, my uh, G keyboard doesn't work. Apple's like, buy a new one. Buy a whole new system because of your G, your G key on your laptop, on your MacBook Pro. Yeah. yeah but awesome. Maybe this is going to be fixed eventually, and I think this is a good step in the right direction every company should do this i don't know how this works with other companies maybe i don't know dell already does this just using a random example i don't know about that but i'm sure they it's, do it's fine i think apple was like one of the last ones in line for this it's about time that they start letting you i'm not gonna things. 
not going to say that because I just have no idea. <laughs> I'm not going to say any bad things that might not be true. I'm almost 100% sure that Apple's the only thing that doesn't let you replace parts. I don't know of any others that exist. I can't even, I couldn't think of one, is what I will say. I can't think of a single one. Depending how this program turns out to be, I am a lot more likely to eventually buy an Apple product because I like macOS, theoretically. And I like their computers, like especially the M1 Max chip. That chip is insane. Uses literally no power, and it is like performs better than a Core i7 or like the thickest AMD chips for laptops. That like the chip and the software is good, but I don't want to buy it. Well, okay, first because it's expensive, but also because you can't repair it. So maybe if this is good. I'm going to try and like check out a fucking like a MacBook or something. Yeah, hopefully they implement it for MacBooks as well. Yeah, yeah, it says M1 Mac systems are coming as well. Well, those 200 parts. I haven't used an Apple product since iPod 4, I think. iPod Touch 4. (laughs) And I liked jailbroken Apple products, but I... I mean, you don't need to jailbreak a Mac. It as itself. Mac is already free. Yeah. I I don't think I would buy an iPhone. But a Mac, I would buy a Mac. Yeah, I'd consider. Um, I'm wondering what parts or what tools, because it specifically says they're promising more than 200 individual parts and tools. So I'm wondering... What exactly they mean by that? Are we going to get an Apple screwdriver? Are we going to get like, you need like heat things, like a heat gun or like a heating pad or something to to like remove the display because it's all glued in and stuff? Are we going to get like some crappy, I don't know, some Apple heat gun? That would be interesting. I, I would imagine at least a screwdriver would be included, but I'm not sure about a heat gun. They probably assume if you're willing to replace parts, you probably already have a soldering iron or something. Let's move on to our next topic, which is Streamlabs. <laughs> Ooh, woo. we do. We both do streaming, kind of. Merrick, not with Streamlabs, but yes, yes. But we've heard of of them, and I think I've used them at some point for some random feature that only Streamlabs had. That I wanted to use like back when Mixer was still around. I forgot what it was. I don't even know. It was like one feature of Streamlabs that I really used. At that, the point, only one like I can think ago. of that I was actually interested in that I couldn't get on OBS was the uh, the scene switching uh, preview, where you could see what your scene would look like before you actually switch to it. And then you could like uh, while you're in BRB screen, you could set up what your live would look like. Uh, that's literally in OBS Studio. That's just you press Studio mode. No, <laughs> oh, I I do not see that in there. <laughs> Are you talking yeah, about Streamlabs OBS? No, I'm talking about OBS Studio, the normal one. It has a button that's called. I don't uh, have Studio that, but mode. I have not updated since. Vietnam sometime. <laughs> oh, wow. I never update it, so well, it's probably I've never, I don't know. I've never there. had stream I've I've never had Streamlabs OBS itself installed. I never used that. So I'm on my point, I'm talking about the Streamlabs website with their alerts and widgets and stuff. I'm actually logging into it right now just to see what it was. If I remember that, if I can see it. Yeah, I used to use that for some stuff, but I don't think I do anymore. Oh, I remember I remember the jar. I used this jar thing where on Mixer they had these kind of like stickers for the channel. Or not for the channel, but on the platform, these stickers that people could put in the chat and then, yeah, I would just take that graphic from that sticker and put it in like a little jar with like physics and it would look kind of funny. That's the only thing. The only thing. Something just fell down. Okay, I don't know what that was. 
Yeah, I used to use it for stuff like that, but I found a lot of uh, OBS web sockets and things like that from like GitHub that could do the same thing and you could yeah. do it on your own. Just, and I didn't really, I, I, I fell out of the stickers and most of the sound things, but. Yeah, I just, I don't think I used that for very long, but at that time I did. Now, the problem now with Streamlabs is, which maybe you, you viewers heard of that before, but. Yeah, they have Streamlabs OBS, and people have, they've called Streamlabs out, for example, for that, because apparently they they asked OBS if OBS would allow them to use the name OBS, which stands for Open Broadcaster Software, in their yeah. own version of it. OBS apparently said, no, don't do that, and they did it anyways, calling it Streamlabs OBS, confusing everybody. I know people who talk to me for streaming stuff, like people who are like smart and older than me and people who just got confused by it. They showed me this. I remember specifically one person who was like, oh, I want to stream on. I think it was actually like either Brime or Glimish or something because he was like not a fan of Twitch. And he went into the Streamlabs OBS settings and I was like, what is this? This looks completely different than OBS. Like, what kind of program is this? And then eventually he, he told me like, yeah, this is Streamlabs OBS, right? That's what, I, what you're supposed to use for streaming. And I was like, no, why? Don't use this. That's like the, the bad version. And then I explained what that is because Streamlabs OBS is basically just the code of OBS, but then they've changed a few things, and then that's about it. Which you can do with OBS because it's open source. Everybody can take that, but don't take the name. Do not take the name because that's just confusing. It is kind of strange how like it, it does stand for open broadcaster software, which could be used for almost anything, but the fact that they 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 sort of cemented that in their own company first. I I did think that Streamlabs was like working with OBS in order to make this thing, but I only ever did call it Streamlabs. To me, they were like two different things still. Yeah, no, they are not working together. Not in cahoots, confirmed. Not at all. It's just copied code. And then also, some other companies have called out Streamlabs as well. Like, for example, we have Lightstream. Do you know Lightstream, Merrick? I do not know Lightstream. No, I've heard of it. Yeah, Lightstream is basically this overlay service for people who stream from their consoles. So they can just pop open a little website and then put a webcam there and some, I don't know, text and animated things and then stream from their console to Lightstream and then they put the little overlays on top of it, which is cool. I've used that in the past actually for barely things where I tried streaming from my phone to Mixer. That was fine. And guess what? Well, actually, Streamlabs has Streamlabs Studio. And if you look at a screenshot of what Lightstream have tweeted, Lightstream have tweeted, hey, can I copy your homework? Yeah, just change it up a bit so it's not obvious you copied. And then there's a screenshot. Yeah, now the intro makes sense, doesn't it? Wow. So smart. The live stream page headline says level up your Xbox and PlayStation streams. Automatically add overlays, alerts, and other media every time you go live. Streamlab Studio, the website says level up your console streams. Automatically add overlays, alerts, and other media every time you go live. Nice. Are you seeing a pattern yet? Next point is how does it work on the Lightstream side again? Activate that your console to stream to Lightstream instead of directly to your channel. Personalize, use Lightstream to select your game source and design your stream. And stream, Lightstream layers on your overlays automatically. Wait, what? Lightstream. Oh, okay. Layers on your overlays automatically whenever you go live. <laughs> And then on the Streamlabs side again, I'm going to also read this. How does it work? Activate. Set your console to stream to Streamlabs Studio instead of directly to your channel. <laughs> Personalize. Use Streamlabs Studio to select your game source and design your stream. 
stream. Streamlab Studio layers on your overlays automatically whenever you go live. Are we seeing a pattern yet? Are we seeing it? Do you notice, everybody? Yeah, the proof is in the pudding. You know what? OBS has never made a streaming screen capture software for like Google Play or I believe Mac, maybe. I haven't been on the Apple Store in a while. But when you look at Streamlabs's uh, mobile streaming service, have you ever seen the ratings on that? I it's absolutely horrid because they tried to do something themselves. <laughs> so it's bad. That's very interesting. Yeah. You get the point though. Every basically everything on that website. We're gonna have this tweet linked in the show description, by the way, so you definitely should look at this. It's basically the same thing, including the reviews. I'm gonna read one review right here, which says Lightstream is literally one of the greatest things I've ever discovered. Thank you so much for making it so easy. And then on the Streamlabs side, it says Streamlabs Studio is literally one of the greatest things I've ever discovered. Thank you so much for making it easy. And they've even copied the reviews. Why would you do this? Why would you copy even even the reviews? My God. God. And then if you go back to the tweet by Lightstream and you scroll down... Little Elgato pops up. <laughs> and Elgato make this product that they call the Stream Deck, right? Which is this a little little pad with like buttons on it and you can customize the buttons. The buttons will have this place behind them so you can put like text or icons on there. And then when you pu- when you push the buttons, something happens. I don't know, a sound plays or you switch your scenes or something else like that. Well, it's a good product by Elgato. I like it. Doesn't have Linux software. That sucks. But other than that, it's great. And guess what? There also is the Streamlabs Stream Deck app, which is just an app and is literally a Stream Deck, <laughs> but as an app. And Elgato just tweeted, know that feel, and then a screenshot of control your live, your live stream from your phone with Streamlabs Stream Deck. Like, have they ever done anything original? Stream, stream labs like what are you doing why that's marketing baby that's how you do it that's not marketing that's how you get wait how much did logitech buy them for yeah that's how you get 89 million us dollars in cash by yeah. copying obs's code and putting Streamlabs in front of it and then adding like two more features I'm surprised anyone is just now saying something about it, though. That's what's confusing me. Yeah, this happens seemingly very often in like modern society. Nobody says anything, and then once somebody comes out, everybody does. I don't blame anybody for that, except for Streamlabs. Yeah. I'm trying to find this, but apparently they also essentially fired their whole marketing team because the marketing team thought all of this was too aggressive and too copied, uh, which is insane because usually the marketing team is like the one coming up with the insane things. But no. Wow. Wow. A lot of streamers, a lot of big streamers are now saying that they will stop using Streamlabs tools. Yeah, Pokimane wants her face off unless they do something about it. Yeah, which I think is good because I, if I knew the thing that I was working with was just copying everything else, I wouldn't work with them if I knew that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it may have been just different enough that people didn't notice for a while. It had a few features that OBS was lacking at the time. And... With their website adding like alert boxes and things like that to your stream and stuff like that, that was you know, that was something different at the time. Now there's a lot of sites that do it though. Yeah, I mean alerts aren't. You the could say though. stream elements are doing the same thing that Streamlabs is as well. I don't. Well. So the only originality Streamlabs had <laughs> was was taken by Stream Elements. 
And I think that's even true though, because actually, if you look, I at, have no idea if it's true, if but you it, look at I've I didn't hear it? about them until recently. I just saw the screenshot of where Stream Elements announced the emote overlay, the animated emote overlay, where if somebody posts an emote, it like animates and flies across the screen. Well, yeah. apparently Stream Elements had this in 2017. And then this other screenshot of Streamlabs announcing the same thing, but like two years later or something. <laughs> So, oh, there you I'm go. Already, I didn't like, hear of Stream uh, Elements Labs. until this year. So, yeah. Streamlabs taken from everybody then. Stream Elements. Let's actually see. Trying founded. to become the big stream superpower. Uh, stream Elements is no founded in 2016. Let me see when Streamlabs is from. Oh, okay. Stream, uh, stream Labs is actually from 2014. Fair enough. But the concept of alerts and the concept of a stream deck and the concept of OBS, those yeah. are fine to take and make your own thing, but do not call it the stream deck and do not call it OBS. Yeah. That's, that's the point that sucks. That's apparent brand thievery. Especially that they even filed a trademark for Streamlabs OBS. That's a complete. That's like actually just a dick move at that point. Yeah, I don't think anyone would be happy. I mean, everyone's all but abandoned it anyway, for the most part. At least the website. I think most people I see are using something else at this point. Usually, Stream Elements. And I, I convince as many people as I can to switch to OBS Studio instead of Streamlabs because it saves, you know, a touch of CPU power. I don't think a lot of people use Stream Elements because Stream Elements only have 60,000 followers on Twitter and Stream Labs has 379,000. Well, I see a lot of people stream Elements now. But yeah, like I said, it was only this year that it kind of started to rise up a little bit. Yeah, that's what happens when you're I... not bought by Logitech, then your company stays small. <laughs> I'm actually signing into Stream Elements right now because they have a Trovo beta. Which nice. I didn't even know. And that's pretty cool because Trevor.live slash Silas TV. I never stream. One stream. more elements user. Let's go. <laughs> Potentially. Now talking about Stream Elements, I think it's very much fair to mention that Stream Elements have something that's called OBS.live. Oh. But as a contrast to Streamlabs OBS, when you just type in OBS, um, you don't get any ads for OBS.live. I did see OBS.live in Twitch's stream tools, though, which I actually thought was OBS Studio. Like, yeah, I thought it was no. OBS. And wow. on another note, actually, OBS.live is only an, a plugin for normal OBS Studio. So. You need normal OBS Studio anyways for OBS Live. Plus, on Stream Elements part, yesterday they've already tweeted that they are working with the OBS team to update the name. So we'll get a new one in a few weeks. And this is different anyways, because this is not yeah, a standalone Yeah, if it's thing. cohesive with someone else's program, yeah, you know, like in addition awesome. to help them, if anything, I, I think yeah. that's good. That's fine. Very, very simple. Very simple. Just a plugin to get all the features that Stream Elements has right into OBS with one single installation. That's a smart idea. Calling it OBS Live. I don't know. That's not that good. But if you look at their website, it just says like the only OBS plugin you need to become a streaming legend. That's fine. OBS Live, the plugin legends are made of. They are very clear how this is not a different product, not a separate thing. So I think this is actually mostly fine, but they're changing the name anyways, which is great. I'm going to leave a like on that tweet on, on that. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Even if the name didn't change there, it's, yeah, it's clear that you need OBS to work it anyway. It's basically just... This is a simple way to implement it into this, so that's fine. Thank you, everybody, for being around, listening to our 
moderately good podcast. I am hoping that this time the quality is a lot better because, well, we have uh, basically professional tools now. We're not using Discord and one recording channel like we did before, which was very bad. And this time we came in semi-prepared, unlike last time. We actually prepared I mean, twice the last because... last episode also was a bit... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had a, our old stuff was scheduled. old news by the time we got to it. Yeah, yeah, we're eventually going to come around to finding a good schedule, probably bi weekly, is my goal for now. But we'll see if we can actually make that happen. I think we can, we just need to try harder. Yeah, hopefully, there's a lot of stuff coming up. I got, I got Spanksgiving coming up with uh, the fam and holidays and all that so if we don't get to you before then i wish you all a happy holiday and i appreciate you we appreciate you do we really though i mean okay yes 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 oh (laughs) 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 that's a joke that's a joke that's a joke don't be angry (laughs) come back and weeks for more probably slightly outdated tech news have a good rest of your week take it easy guys bye 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 Bye. do we have jeopardy music for when i come back in no this is not even in the fucking thing Play the Jeopardy music! <laughs> Just standing in a corner. Play the Jeopardy music. We don't have music. No! <laughs> Play the Jeopardy music! Da, da, da. We don't have rights for that even. That's not even Jeopardy uh, yeah. music! <laughs> what are you even doing?